Disclaimer. The following podcast contains explicit language and adult content. The content may offend some listeners. Relax and don't be a hater. Hello, A Walk in the Park podcast listeners. This is Babs with another Free the Tipple episode for you. In this episode, I'm joined by Jonathan Edward Alexander, a.k.a. My Honey. He thinks he has nothing to say on a podcast, and we're going to test that theory. Hello, Jonathan. I am sure this will not be that entertaining, everybody, but we'll give it a try. We'll see. Hi, honey. But I'm always independently oh, entertaining. This will be so. half entertaining. <laughs> or I can carry 99%. Okay, Jonathan, I mean, for good. the love, for the love of all the Tolly. Well, we have many things that we can talk about. Is really? there anything that comes to your mind that you'd like to share with the podcasting world? For example, about like how awesome I am, how you're so lucky you found me at the advanced age of 35. Oh, well, that's um, a lot of... How you dragged me to Georgia. That's, yes. That's been a... That's so much history. I was going <laughs> to... I was thinking something much more recent, like my amazing accomplishment today, but... Oh, you can I speak of whatever oh, you want. Okay, okay. You can work in reverse chronological order, honey. That's okay. 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 Do you well, need props? Well, today, as you know, I... As I know. As I went out in the rain to take our daughter to her gymnastics on the way back... Yes. I was... I As I told you, I was going to pick up a few groceries. And after I picked up the groceries, even though it was raining... And people were driving in a very annoying fashion. That's right. We share that. And it was crowded on the road. I said, well, now that I'm out, I'll go over to the liquor store. To get some liquor. Because it's been that kind of week. <laughs> it has been a tough week, at least personally. All your weeks are me. tough, honey. All your weeks are tough. I don't know that you don't have a tough week, frankly. And what the listeners may not know is that, um, well... It was a tough week. Jonathan has two jobs across four continents. Yeah. I mean, it's ridiculous. There, it's been really busy. And so um, so anyway, I decided, <laughs> oh, I'll go over to the liquor store, which is pretty much catty corner from the grocery store. So it's really not that bad. And actually all walkable distance from our house if the roads got to be too much for yeah. you. You might get killed if by a car in the process, but you know. If the weather was good and I was desperate, I would walk to the to the liquor store, uh-huh. not to the grocery store. No, but um, I and I was also a little bit made fun of today that I by me wouldn't yeah by oh, you that please I explain consider, that that I wouldn't consider Instacart as an option for the for grocery, grocery store. store Instacart Which, people, it's a legitimate thing where the people really, shop for you and deliver the groceries to you. So if you're whining. Oh, you weren't whining, honey. No, I'm sorry. Clearly, when you're commenting on going out in the rain or looking at the forecast and scheduling well, your grocery store trip around the rain, I just said you I could am, Instacart it. It is a little worrying that I might, you know, that you start thinking, oh, wow, okay, these are signs of getting older. Like, I don't want to say old, but older, because, like, we all know if we have parents that there was, like, it depends on what age you are. but you And we do have, all have parents. They may or may not be living. You may not know them, but Aww. if if you know your parents, then you may know that like there was a time where there was a new technology. Maybe it was cell phones. Maybe it was ATMs. Maybe it was computers, microwaves. Like in my case, 
where your parents are like, yeah, that sounds like a lot of trouble. I'm not going to do that. It's a flash think, in the pan. I think my parents took about, my parents took about yeah, a good 15 years before they would use an ATM. Um, anyway, so, so I am okay. starting to have a little bit of that reaction around things yeah. like Instacart. And you're in technology, um, so it's kind of extra scary. So anyway... I did go to the grocery store. I decided I'd go to the liquor store, and I called you. You did. You nearly injured me. But as usual, I was being – oh, that's true. But I Super thoughtful. Always, thoughtful. of course. Being thoughtful. I'm not always. It's one of his characteristics. He's always almost always super thoughtful. No, almost always no, when it comes to me. Maybe no, not the rest of the world. I try to be, but sometimes I'm not good. I think it's oh, isn't genetic. he so cute, people? I think it's. I, uh, your parents might listen to this podcast. So, genetic a few generations back. Okay, all right. <laughs> I'm just going to say there are things that don't always work in my mind. But, but in this case, I was being thoughtful and I thought, well, I'm going to the liquor store. So I called you, honey. You did. And I said, hey, you know what? I think I'm going to go by the liquor store. <laughs> and do you need anything? And it actually following up in the Instacart thing, it was funny because you said, hey, you can use the drive-thru. And I was like, no, I can't do what? that. What's this thing called a drive-thru? I'm like, that's not, that's not happening. Too fangled for me. Oh my God. So anyway, so I was well, going to really go. It's like a unicorn. There are barely any so drive-thru liquor gonna stores. I was going to go into the liquor store and you said, I said, you said, well, I don't really need anything right now. But then you said, you know what? We're, we are low on white wine. Correct. So you could get a couple of Rieslings. And immediately... I got a little bit stressed because I was like, oh, my God, I know nothing about wines. And really, when I say nothing, like, it is really, really close to nothing. Like, but if you listen to this podcast, Riss will be giving you some wine education. So I have. You maybe need to go back even into true. the preseason, honey. You're okay. in front of your laptop a lot. Go to www.awitpodcast.com. Start with preseason episode one. And the next time we talk, you you'll be wine. Are some wine education Yes. I have gotten some wine education yes. through risk. But Do you remember I'm what still, ABV is? Yes. Alcohol is by it? volume. And so, oh, and I did get that because of Marissa. Yes. Because I've been to some events where there's been some education. And you've listened to our podcast. And That's I have really been listening to the podcast, part. although I think I've missed the episode <laughs> where I would get this better information. Well, there are so 12 preseason episodes, honey, that you've been unwilling to listen to because they aren't conveniently located <laughs> Because on your I'm phone. getting old and it was Correct. too newfangled for Correct. me. No. So anyway, the, uh, all right. So the, the, the you said, store. no, no, we, I wasn't no. there yet. Oh, right, I was talking to you and you said we could use a couple of white wines. Yep. So I said, okay, I know, you know, I know nothing about white wines, so you'll have to tell me something specific. And you said, okay, well, I tell you what, I'll text you a little information and we'll and test like, you your need eyesight. To do it right now. You're right like, now. We'll test your eyesight. Yes. Because they put it so in really anyway, small print. You sent me the fact that I should get some Riesling. Yes. And that I should get Riesling that is less than. No, I said around. around. Okay. Well, this is where we disagree. But. You said, oh, right. don't... And you're yeah, right. This is I forgot. Your, yes. yes. Oh, yeah, no, All I right, got this trying, on the podcast. I know. I forgot. You're you trying to work up right. to how you're right. That's right. Sorry. Note that, everyone. Hang Please on. note that. Nope. Hang on, because now we're going to... We'll, well, well, you can pull up the text. I'm going to pull up the text, honey. But, you know me. I, yeah, okay, read it, please. For Rieslings, look for something around an 11 ABV. Anything above that is probably too dry. If okay. they have any Vouvray, also a white wine French, grab that. Oh, you know what? That second text didn't even come through to me. 
It says delivered was, right here, Jonathan. We should check because literally we I can't read check the while other we're one recording on your and then phone. I didn't. Anyway, I didn't even. The, folks, that was the first time I even heard about that. the Vouvray option. Anyway, right. so you did say around eleven, yes. so I was I was wrong, unfortunately, in what I just said. But wait, but I thought you were. But right. you said not. Well, not above because it'd be too sweet. So okay. anyway, wait, are we saying that I was right? Um. I think you are more, yeah, I think you're more oh, that's right. so Because you said around 11. I'm so generous, too, because earlier I was trying to give you credit. Yeah. Well, what I did, well, I okay, didn't anyway, make a mistake. So, you didn't make a mistake. So the good news is is that I was able to find you procured two, two Rieslings, Rieslings, which, by the way, in the wine store, yes. Riesling is not a big section. Well, you know, honey, I'm, is there a reason I'm, a, for that? I'm unique. It, I'm okay. unique. That's, it's because of me. So really, like, Chardonnay. Ugh. Cabernet, so pedestrian. Merlot Ugh. have very big sections. Yeah, because they're for and the ordinary Riesling, people. So it took me a little while. Riesling is a little section. For I was the there for people. Tanqueray, by the way, everybody. Yes. That's what gin. I was going for. Gin. Um, not always a gin and tonic drinker, but sometimes. Um, On the weeks of stress, a.k.a. 50 out of 52 weeks of yeah, the year. It's it, and specifically a tanqueray, which is just like very yeah, relaxing. I told you to get Bombay Sapphire, I find, but yeah, you didn't. Nope. Tanqueray, nope. tanqueray oh, thank okay. you. Um, anyway, so I did finally find the Riesling section. It was, I mean, I'm not saying I looked for an hour. It was just, it was just small. It was hidden. And then I did use my eyesight, which was a little challenging Mm -hmm. to look at the small ABV numbers that weren't that easy to find on some of the labels. They should frankly advertise the the heck out of that stuff. They really obscure where it is. And I also looked at the description. Yes. And I know you don't like too dry. So there was some, like, for example, I saw one that said, it was like 10 and a half or 11. I can't remember, but it said a drier Riesling. And so I wasn't sure, so I avoided it. And huh. I got one that was a 10. Yeah, let's walk to the refrigerator. Walk with me. One, one was less. You did a good job. One was 10 and Ow, 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 ow. That's almost how you hurt me with your call. I'm sorry. That's all right. Anywho, let's see. You got a... Oh, wait. Wrong one. We're going to talk about that one second. Second? First? All right. I don't know what we're doing. All right. Here you go. You got a Fritz Zimmer 2016 Moselle Riesling Oslis. I don't yeah, know. I wondered what us lease means. It's a product of Germany. Yep. This was the one Which that was really sweet, actually. Rieslings, right? These are like a German. Yeah, but so this one German? is really sweet. This was 7.5% alcohol by volume. Yes. That's the one I gave you a hard time about. So the I got other one. It was a little lower yeah, because it on. said sweet. Yes. And I got a. Well, this one says sweet. This is the Chateau St. Michel Harvest Select this Sweet Riesling from Columbia Valley, 2016 vintage. But if you flip it over, your eyes showed you that it's 10.5% alcohol by volume. Yes. I haven't opened this one yet. That so, means it's less sweet. Right. But I thought that... You did a good job, though. That's around yeah, 11. good. And I thought that one sounded good. Well, it says sweet on was, it. Neither was an expensive wine. Correct. But, well, I don't know. I'm sure. I mean, and, but you told me not to think about, you told me price is not the indicator. So For I these purposes, yes, I did. But I then you didn't. came home and I was like, well, 7.5 isn't around 11. Yes, which yeah. you did say around 11 in your test. Which actually I've already consumed some of it. It tastes great. The one thing yep. I also learned from Riss was yep. that 
Like the lower the alcohol by volume, the lower the alcohol. So it's not yep. a wise consumption of calorie versus inebriation. I okay. want higher. Okay. However, I've developed so a very that. strong tolerance for liquor. I'll know that liquor. in the future. Yes. Um, so I didn't really realize that. But anyway, that was an accomplishment. Well, you haven't listened to all the podcasts, so you didn't, didn't know it. I didn't. I could have, in this case, reversed it. It's not something I would normally do, but I could have made a mistake. Well, I mean, if I'd come home with one that was 12, that would have been clearly wrong, right? Is my point. Still, it would have been around 11. Yeah. So technically, Uh, it would not have been wrong because I didn't say don't go above 11. Uh, Yeah, yeah, but you said, well, your text, if we read it again, did say not above 11. It said around and not above, I think. Yeah, read it again now. Now we'll we'll get the. But I I swear to you, I didn't see the Vuvray text. Oh, yeah, I said anything above that is probably too dry. Right. Gosh, I'm so thorough. Anyway, so that was big excitement for us today. Speaking up a little alcohol, which I will be using. My tinkeray a little later tonight, Shortly. I think. Yeah, huh. I think I deserve it. It was a tough week. Tough work huh. week. Huh. A little yes. challenging. Yes. A lot, so, of, a lot of stress. So let's give people the high level of your work. Don't use names. Oh, well, Just the, tell what you do and yeah. where you have to do it. Okay. I, I don't know what you mean by where, okay. but I, I work well, in software. The oh, the, okay. Which you have to travel. Well, I work in, I work. For companies that make software, and because I've been doing it a long time, I now mostly manage other people and manage teams. And the kind of stressful thing... You're called thing, a CTO, I'm a Chief a, yep. Technology Officer. Yep. I'm yes. a CTO. Mm-hmm. Um, not by anybody's particular fault, but right now, one <laughs> of my companies is going through a merger, which is an, it's kind of an international merger, and mergers are just a little stressful. It's just the way it is when you're bringing companies together that well, people get a little, people have anxiety and there's things to work. It's kind of like moving in your house. Let's focus a, on you. Okay. So yep. before this yep. merger, mm-hmm. how many people did you manage here where we live? In our region? Just in the U.S. Yeah, about... Uh, like eight. Now add in Vietnam, the continent of Asia. In Vietnam, we had about eh, 50, 60 people. Okay, so we're talking yep. anywhere, well, let's just say 60 to 70-ish people. Yep, yep. Now post-merger, please tell me how many people you're managing. Be like 200 and... Well, wait, it might even be more than that. Ballpark. Eh, it's like 220. So it's almost four times as many people. people. Yeah, on different places. On now three continents and a subcontinent. What? Yeah, what's the sub what's the subcontinent? India is <laughs> okay. a subcontinent. Okay. All right. Yes. By the way, I was looking at a map of India. Wow, it's big. Yes, it's it is. Very big. That is why it is a subcontinent and it's also yeah. why it can hold billion very people. Very big. Very big. Are they a billion yet? If not, mm, they're very close. I don't very, know. very close. Anyway, so yes, now, so it's a little like the, okay, so just to give you a flavor today mm-hmm. at 7 a.m. 7 a.m. Eastern <laughs> Standard Time or Daylight Saving Times or whatever we're in now in I December. Had, I had to have a meeting with people in India. That's right, because it's like, what, is it 12 at, hours different? 
or uh it's like see this is i'm i'm not used to india time difference yet i want to say it's um alexa what time is it in mumbai india right now Five forty-three. Oh, that's only like so ten and a half less, hours. Less, yeah. Okay. Less difference. Less than, than Vietnam. Vietnam. Yeah. All right. So seven a.m. I had a meeting with India. Mm-hmm. At one p.m. I had a meeting with the U.S., including people in West Coast, different places yeah. in okay. in the U.S. And at the end of the day, at four p.m., I had a meeting with people in Europe, which <laughs> was actually unusual. But that is because they the wanted the night to. There. Do, yeah, it was late there. But they wanted uh, like to have a meeting. Night. Yeah, it was 10 Alexa, p.m. what no. time is it in Austria right now? It's only six hours. No, not Australia, Alexa. Austria. How many time? What time is it in Austria? Alexa, what time is it in Vienna? The time in Vienna is 1.14 a.m. on Saturday. Yeah, it's six hours. So they had a call with you at 10 freaking p.m.? <laughs> yes, they Why? did. Why? There was somebody in California on the call, too. Oh, my God. So, um, but it was initiated by a person in Vienna, and I don't know why he wanted, he, he well, there, there was something he wanted to talk about today, and uh-huh. I guess. All right. Anyway, so, so, but that's the kind of days now is where I have, you know, calls with Europe and meetings with the U.S. and then calls with India or Vietnam. Yes. Right? Which you've been we used to for a while Vietnam. now. So, so we've been doing this for a few years now, right? And I have... I'd like mo- to interrupt this programming to assure everyone that Jonathan is one human being. Every Monday night, I have a call uh, with Vietnam, which not everybody in this house call loves. Call with Vietnam. But... Um, Anyway, does anybody in this house love it? No, I don't think you love it. No, but it's well. I don't love don't that love time it. that much. I, I, it's fine. I talk to them, but yes, but wish wow. I, we could find better times. But anyway, um, it is interesting. But right now, it's a little challenging because we're going through the merger. We have to do our. We have to redo all our plans for next year and our budgets. And that just has made it a little bit stressful, but I think, you know, we're coming to the end of that now. So anyway, yeah. hopefully hopefully this was the final week of stress around all that. You and I don't really like to talk about the budget because (laughs) I like to explain to you how Excel works and how you can put your name at a row and put your name in the top and and say you deserve a 50% raise. 50% raise. First of all, people... You've heard the locations. If they had to hire a Jonathan in these other locations, they would be paying three to four times as much as they're paying him now. But the one thing about companies is they... They're cheap. Usually... They're stupid. They're annoying. They don't let you fill in your own salary usually. Well, (laughs) technically, I would just like to point out, they may not accept you filling in your own salary, but you were in control of the Excel spreadsheet, were you not? If I was in a career, honey, where I had an agent... Were you in control of the Excel spreadsheet? (laughs) not Not It didn't have my salary in it. But do you know how to add a row? <laughs> a row in there, but I'm not in there. That's what I'm saying. But that is the function. That is the beauty of Excel, you know, honey. They send me a spreadsheet. It's got 220 other people in it. 
But um, I can show you how to adjust the font and yeah. the height of the row. If I was in a career where I had an agent, you would be my agent because I, oh, I would be the I best agent ever. And I know that oh, an so alternate career path for you would have been sports agent. You might have been managing Tom Brady right now. Oh my I, I god! Shouldn't really oh my god! Tell you Why that. are you saying these things, Jonathan? <laughs> I'm 45 years old. I'm ready for my midlife crisis. You could start. Still be a sports agent. I don't think Tom's going to need. He doesn't need sports me. representation. He might need entertainment. He doesn't need me right now. I don't think he needs you know, me, honey. Maybe his kid. We have to. Yeah, or, we have to you know, talk. Very gingerly. Uh, We're yeah. not going to talk about the Patriots the Agassiz right now. The Agassiz have two kids. I hear they're going to be like sports people. So you know, sports agents because no, they no. don't apparently play any sports. Oh, I thought the kid plays. I thought their boy plays baseball. What? That's what I heard. Yeah. Alexa, does Andre Agassiz's son play baseball? <laughs> That's not Andre Agassi's son, is it? No. Alexa, stop. Anyway. So, anyway, um, I understand. But, yeah, that's there's, there we've given everybody more info than they probably wanted on my, my week. On your life, my work honey? week. My work week that will be topped off, hopefully, by... Should um, we pause so you can go tinkering. make yourself a drink? No, uh, no, I, I got no. Because I have mad editing skills, okay. so we can pause. I slice. I will slur my words after it. I, I feel like we more funny. Haven't we gone on enough? Aren't we? I, I don't know. Think we're probably anyway, lose hang the on. Audience oh, Jonathan. Am I wrong? Well, we don't care if we ever lose the audience because this is for us. Uh, well, so the second Google headline says: "Son of Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf commits to USC baseball." Oh, uh, he's a good baseball player, though. I'll USC. I know that's that's a. I'm really? assuming that means University of Southern California. Yeah. Yes, it does. That's an unfortunate choice. That was last but year. Must be a good baseball player then. That's according to USA Today. But yeah. here, so it says Jaden Agassi, son of Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf, making name for himself in baseball. There's something called Max Preps. Have you ever heard of that? Max Preps? No. The heck is All right. I don't know. So, we don't know anything about baseball, but, or meaning Jonathan. high school. No, I mean like what it is to College. bring kids through He's, this high is, school. This, but on, just I'm stop just it. saying. All right, let's see. Wait. It's going to need an agent, honey. Okay. Oh, is he still in high school? Oh, he's a 2020 baseball prospect, but he's already committed to USC. He's going to go to college. If he gets drafted. Well, wait, so he's in he college always... if he's graduating in 2020. He must be like a sophomore in college if he's graduating in two years. Just like our daughter is a sophomore in high school Fine, or yeah. freshman, freshman. I think you'd have to look it up. I find it. I, I know, I can't but imagine he's really that old. All right, yet. hang on, hang on. This is an article from August 30th, 2015, and it says, With two parents that rank among the greatest to ever play their chosen sport, it's no surprise Jaden Agassi has developed into one of the top athletes in the class of 2020. That baseball is a sport Agassi excels might raise a few... Where Agassi excels might raise a few eyebrows. Um, ranked the number 66 prospect in his class by perfect game, Agassi is the top-ranked player in the state of Nevada... Blah, blah, blah. I think 2020 is his high school. I think they're talking okay, about high school. Okay, but it did say he already committed to yeah. USC. Hang yeah. on, hang on. But you, you can commit, and then if you get drafted, you can Oh, I see what you're saying. Let's see. Jaden Agassi might not have followed in his parents' footsteps as a professional tennis player, but he does have their athletic genes. 
The 15-year-old son of Andre Agassi and Steffi Graf announced on Instagram that he committed to play baseball at Southern California. He is USC's ninth commitment for the class of 2020. All right, so he's a yeah. junior currently, then a junior mm, in high school. Yeah, yeah. Oh, good for him. Yeah, I so guess. There you go. So, I guess. I was just saying, interesting people who will need representation. Right. If you were Jaden's agent, you'd have to meet Andre and Steffi. How great would that be? That would be great for you. <laughs> be great for <laughs> you too. Come on. He's six two. He did oh, not wow. get his height from his father. Yeah, mom is tall. She's not six two. I, I, you know, Andre's five eleven. No, he isn't. To, yeah, yeah, he definitely. Was. He's short. Alexa, how tall is Andre Agassi? Andre Agassi is five feet eleven inches tall. Oh, right as usual, Jonathan. Well, in tennis, I know some things. <laughs> That's weird because he does seem much shorter than that. But he's a little stocky. Not. Alexa, how much does Andre Agassi weigh? Size. It's not very stocky. Good size boy, but you know now now people are bigger. The tennis players, yes, like Rafa is probably bigger than Pete Sampras, and Pete was bigger right. than Andre. But okay, if you say so. Anyway, honey. so anyway. there you go, Jaden Agassi. We're on the lookout for him, future Red Sox starting pitcher. Oh gosh! Don't talk about Red Sox and pitching, honey. Because you remember, you they, remember what I told you yesterday. Yeah, but I saw they resigned Evaldi, so we're happy. We're happy-ish. I do not know why they would let Joe Kelly go you to know, the Dodgers. Him a boatload of money. Why not? I mean, he's Speak just up. Joe Kelly, honey. I mean, he did great. Don't he get me wrong. Helped us win the World and Series. If everybody doesn't know, I was in the ballpark. He pitched that night, and he was very good at critical moments. Game four. Game four. Red Sox versus Dodgers in Los Angeles. Come back and win to basically tear the hearts out of the Dodger fans. I was there. I saw them (laughs) with their hearts torn out. That and was I, not the winning game, but it was they came back I, from the ridiculous. I was there with my dad, who's a, one of the oldest Dodger fans around, <laughs> probably literally at this um, point. His dad is only 86 and a half, so. Mm. Well, you're getting up there, right? And, okay. And he had his Dodgers gear on, and I had my Red Sox gear on. I was wearing my Pedroia shirt. And there were a few Red Sox fans in the crowd, but not a lot. And. You know, it was going bad. Looked like the Lee. Dodgers were going to win. It was going badly. badly. We like proper grammar on and, this podcast. And also, the Red Sox pitcher got on base and then didn't know what he was going to do. That was awesome. And I there sent was you a the very, video of that. There was a very funny comment by, by what's his one name? of our least favorite announcers, uh, Joe, Buck. Joe Buck. Well, now I feel better about Joe because he... <laughs> because he said it. <laughs> We can't even do it justice, people. Yeah. We'll find the video and play it for you yeah. because it's that but, funny. Uh, but actually, hang on. But the Red I, Sox. Uh, I texted it to you, so I might actually have it. Made an amazing comeback. Oh wait, but I'm downloading nineteen thousand six hundred and fifty nine pictures. So and we got we got behind, right and then and then our our relief pitchers came in and held them, and then we could come back and win. And Joe Kelly was part of that, but now we hear he's going to actually. Pitch for the Dodgers. He was a free agent, and he so went to the Dodgers. We can't keep them all. Uh, that That's makes no sense is. to me. 
Can't keep them all. No sense to moi. Anyway. Yeah. All right. It's been fun talking to you, honey. Are we? Oh, we've we got to keep going. Here? Oh, we got to keep going. Oh, these podcasts are really long. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I thought we were just doing like a filler. I thought this was like extra. This is extra. This is for the times when Marissa and I can't um, walk. Uh huh. But the podcast schedule is demanding. We've got to produce content. I see, but it's got to be a full length. No, but okay. this has only been twenty-eight minutes, honey. We've barely scratched the talking wow. surface. Okay. So, what else would you like to share? Share. I mean, I can talk, but this is real. This is really about you, honey. <laughs> what your hopes, your dreams? Um, you could actually, you know, what you can do. Let's see. Yeah. You can talk a little bit about the company that I call Netboat oh, yeah. that okay, you've renamed sure. Citizen Data, which yep. is like creepy and horrible, but speak on that. Well, um, yeah, so pretty excited about the other company that I also work on. That you started, founded, founded, had the idea for. We've raised a little money so the full people, a few people actually work there full time. I have my other job, but um, we are, we started, it started as an idea to put votes on blockchain. And if people know what blockchain is, it's the, it's the thing that is used for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. And it's, it's really um, a database that keeps track of everything. Like in the case of Bitcoin, if I take my currency and I give some to you, then that goes on a big database. I've heard they it call it a ledger. It a public ledger. It's a yes. public ledger. And the, the not to be confused with Heath Ledger. The innovation of um, the blockchain is that it is something that everybody can have a copy of and it can never be broken. And these copies so are identical. Once, once you put a record on right? it, uh, yeah, people can have <laughs> completely identical. That's correct. I'm going to have a completely... So you, you, anybody actually who yes. wanted to have the Bitcoin ledger... Yes, I want it. You could get a copy on your phone. You could get a copy on your laptop. It doesn't take up that much data uh, it's or getting a little. It's getting kind of big. I don't really know exactly how big the... They're, they're getting bigger, but... We don't but, need a Watson um, supercomputer for you it. You don't need a supercomputer, and that's part of the part of the plan. And someday these things will get bigger and bigger. But the real innovation is that you put data there, and then that record is guaranteed that it can never be tampered with after that's that. That's right. Losers. So, so as um, as we all know, um, there's a lot of controversy in elections today. Around just a wee bit, who won <laughs> and who's counting? So now that's, let's just put this in a historical yeah. context for people. Yes, you're looking to solve the tragedy of the hanging Chad. That is absolutely correct. And bringing it forward to current day, tampering with voting machines like. People who used yes. to be the Secretary of State of Georgia who somehow let janitors erase data off of computers that were used for voting. Which did happen. In the state of Georgia, 
a lot of people may not know, but in last year's election, there was, or was last year or two years ago, I can't remember, there was some controversy after the election, and I'm not going to remember the details, but somebody filed a lawsuit. And the, show us the data. And the judge said, I mean, basically the court said, okay, somebody bring us the yeah. computer records of the election. As in this and is very easy to solve. The bring Secretary the of State's office, who was now, I think, I think this was under yes, it was. Brian Kemp, yes, who is now the governor-elect yes, of Georgia. Yes. Um, they said, they said, oh. We can't produce the record, the electronic record, because unfortunately it's been deleted. By a janitor. <laughs> was, I literally think they said they by said, a janitor, janitor. Well, the court asked how, or many people <laughs> asked, how did it get deleted? And they said, well, we think the janitor deleted it. Oh, my God. Is it like watching? By accident. By accident. Because the janitor, that's so, what the janitors do. So... A lot of us think that's probably all pretty questionable, but we have none of us has a record or any proof. And if that vote, if that election had been recorded on a blockchain ledger, it would not be gone. And it would not be, there would be no way to tamper with the votes once they were written to the ledger. Now, there's, by the way, there's other problems with voting that the ledger itself doesn't solve, like disenfranchisement, who gets except to it vote. does. Well, it's going to help. It kind of can. It's going to help. Explain how, honey. Well, I mean, we can keep records of who's allowed to vote. No, no, no. Okay. And make them tamper-proof. Yes. Yep. Right. So if you show up, it's not like somebody could have... Well, and if we have tamper-proof records and if we can tie it to an identity, like let's say an identity we can all accept... Is it our thumbprint? Is it our retina say, scan? Biometrics? Is it a combination? Is it a is it a card that everybody okay, carries? Okay, but what I want to ask is this. Yep. Because when you came up with this idea a number of years ago, yep. I was poo-pooing you because I was like, whatever, it's not legal. You can't do that. That's not how the laws are set up. And then for a variety of reasons, not a variety of reasons, over time, then you explained to me the other utilities or the uses for this, but... One of the things was, and you talked about this in the context of like Africa, for example, where people are, it's hard for them to get to the polls because of transportation issues, weather, other things. And then also just, you know, people threatening to kill them or military or anything, you know, preventing you from actually getting to the polls to cast your vote, being harassed. And you could actually use your mobile phone, and there are actually a lot of mobile phones in Africa because they don't have the infrastructure for landlines, and it was easier to do cell towers. And so this could actually enfranchise people throughout the world. Yes. If That's we, how you're going to save the world. Well, one step at a time. Yes. But, but the yes. ultimate goal is save the world. Well, <laughs> kind of like the TV show well, Heroes, yes. I think it's, I think it's controversial. Not everybody believes that everybody should vote. Oh, honey, we can't even go down that road. First of all, that's but 110% yes, completely wrong. I believe please. that if everybody, stick to the technology, if everybody buddy, voted, I'll stick to the well, civil rights. Well, I am on the side of everybody voting are. is a better I know. thing, right? I know. Yes. And yes, to let everybody vote, you would think that making it accessible yes. would help everybody vote. Yes. And making it easy yes. would help make everybody vote. Yes. And yes, if we use 
a ledger that can keep the trail of everything that happens right. and make it that every, multiple, everybody could have a copy and yep. everybody could audit what's going on and yep. the results. Yep. Then we have what's in place, what's needed to let people vote electronically mm-hmm. and remotely mm-hmm. with, a, with an audit trail. Now, that said, uh, you're right. You were right before that like the world isn't just going to jump to that. Right. In existing countries. So to start, to start. Well, not existing countries, just well, in a country like the U.S. Yeah, yeah. Where, yeah, right. Yeah. I, think, I think, right, it's going to be hard to jump big democracies to that. Mm-hmm. But where we're going to start, I believe, is that we're going to start by at least taking the records of the current elections mm-hmm. and putting them on the blockchain. Right. So that then... Even this last election, people are, you know, talk, calling for recounts, right? Right, yep. and people are saying, "Oh, in you know, in these states, who won? Were all right. the votes counted?" Right, and so of course right? the ignorant people, and, and I say this not entirely unkindly, but they're talking about going back to paper ballots when really that's not yes. necessary because you could just go to the blockchain. Yes, paper ballots are. First yeah, of all, you easily understand, destroyed, well, easily tampered well, with. It's so ridiculous. That's right. It you still have who gets to count it? Yep. How do you trust the count? You have you have all kinds of problems. There's these things who's, called shredders, honey. Whose hands that you've maybe do they heard go? Of it. Whose yeah. hands do they go through? Right. So yeah. so yeah, I don't I don't think that's the answer. But people are worried about hacking, and I think what we're going to see first, I hope, is that we'll see people will take the current records and put them on the blockchain. And and then we'll at least have better audit, better ability to recount, and and by the way, we'll save a lot of money because these. If you've if you've looked, when we do these audits and recounts, they're really expensive. Yes. And that's one of the reasons why they don't happen so much because yes. people are like, you know what? It's going to cost five million dollars to recount the ele- yeah. the votes. So we'll we'll be able to get that better, and then. But then the other thing is, is that, and this is where, you know, we've, over the last year, we're, this, this company uh, that I founded, we're, we're getting into other things other than votes, Mm -hmm. because it turns out a lot of other things, like... Need accountability and transparency and 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 need to be (laughs) tamper-proof, that's right, like your records of who, what house do you own? Yep. Do you own the house? Sure. Right? And if... If your government records are in the state office and the state office burns down, right? How do we know the janitor won't delete the backup? Well, right. So that's a so, crucial difference right there because yeah. a lot of records are on the computer now. They're yeah, not but, in filing again, cabinets that get burned to the it's ground. The, and I was—that's right. But the, you've got the same problem of are they are they deleted? Right. Are they yes. can yes. they be preserved? Right. Yep. Can we trust that? Yep. And you know who has the records and on and on and on so so i think there's a lot of discussion now about things other than votes mm-hmm. as well that need to be tamper proof and stored in a way that we can check ourselves right. that the documents there and we can prove to somebody else and and nobody could take that away to, from us right so whether it's your you can't take that away from me right <laughs> and you know, and it gets to we sing in this podcast. Also, honey. Uh, not me. <laughs> I mean, no one would want to hear that. Yes, they would. Your voice is better than mine. Yeah. 
But and and there's a lot of other things too. Like people are saying, well, let's say I buy some fruit at the store. This is one you may have seen on Should a commercial you use on lettuce? TV. Is it a better example? Lettuce. lettuce. Okay. Because of the romaine scandal of and 2018. Somebody says this romaine is okay mm-hmm. because it came. I don't know where was the bad romaine from. California. Okay, so the bad romaine was from California. Let's say the store is carrying their romaine, and they say this romaine is okay because it's from Florida, Arizona. Arizona. I'm just telling you stuff. How I would heard. you know that? I wouldn't. I'd have to believe them, like That's I did right. in Maryland so, when eating the lettuce. So if I'm not saying you would even trust this, but let me just tell you what people are talking about is that. The, there might be a sticker on the cellophane that's wrapped around the romaine yes. that has a barcode on it. Yes. And you might be able to scan that on your phone and it would tell you exactly who picked, who picked that. that romaine, <laughs> who grew it, what chemicals they used, when it was wow. shipped. Wow. But how do you trust the integrity of that? Well, it would, well, you would trust the record on the blockchain because you'd know that nobody messed with that. Right, but how do you know they didn't put it in incorrectly? That would go to there'd be signatures there. So you okay. would still, there'd still be this element of trust, right? But there'd be this... Un, Secondary There'd be this record yes. that everybody could contribute to, yes. by the way, and it, and it can be done inexpensively. Mm-hmm. Which is kind of how Why these Bitcoin and things work. Well, because we can way. use, like I said, like on Bitcoin, we can all have it on our computers. So that's part of the design of blockchain. I'm not, how you, does that make it less expensive? Well, here's I just mean you don't need a Watson. You brought up like yeah, you don't yeah, need yeah. these big supercomputers. Yes, okay, yeah. gotcha. So anyway, so our future mm-hmm. is this is stuff that I think is going to be in our future. Yes, I that agree. Things like that. And there, there's a lot of public data. Um, uh, here's another example um, that I just read that um, there have been court cases where um, companies, you know, have said, have been called on like this. I was reading about Uber, mm-hmm. who we know has been in a lot of court issues, right? Because they have a, there's problems, a lot of controversy. Yes. And, and I don't mean about their internal employee stuff. I mean about they're, you know, just going into regions and taking business from taxi drivers and sure. such. And so there's a lot of controversy about Uber, right? And um, um, at times I was reading that they have been um, asked to produce records on like Uber drivers in New York City. Sure. Right? And there have been cases now where some of that data got deleted, and uh, okay. in some cases, I read it was possibly, you know, almost like the Georgia election case. Like it may have been malicious. Like they may have deleted intentionally, it intentionally yes. to avoid it having to expose it to the court. Yes. Again, if we have things like public services and we need public records, if we put it on a blockchain ledger, that will never, that would stop happening, right? The people then... The company couldn't delete it. So if right. there was public, if there was data that was, you know, that in the public interest to be preserved, the public could put the data on the blockchain. Right. right? And so anyway, so this is what we're getting into. And so yes. I'm, you know, the thing is, is like, um, it has hopefully positive social purpose, I hope. 
Yes, obviously. Obviously. Yes, that would be great. Helping to build something that can be used to preserve public records. Yes. Votes are just one aspect. Public integrity. Public confidence. Yes. Public life. And in the end, make our lives easier because then you can scan your romaine. Yes. Or you can vote from your bed. How great would that be? Wouldn't that be so fascinating? Well, and by the way, think about this. If we could vote from bed, we could vote a lot more. Like... On everything. On everything. Be like, forget it. We'd be like, hey, why should, we don't really need Congress to vote. Let (laughs) let us vote. Moving more towards a direct democracy rather than a representational democracy. Control of budget and things like that. But again, we'd have to make elections easier and and trustable, right? Yes. So I don't know if we'll ever get there. Well, it is really hard because part of what the elections do when you show up and you vote in person is they check that you are who you say you are, right? That's right. So that becomes so, part of the thing. And you're there with your little machine, and but if somebody were unduly influencing you in your ear saying, do this, do this, do this, they could see it, yes. whereas they can't. Yes, but someday when we all have a chip embedded at the Oh, Jonathan. We'll, I don't know. I don't know how it's going to get solved. I, I agree. Um, those are those are still big issues and they're big social issues. But I'm pretty sure someday we're gonna vote on our we're gonna vote electronically. Uh that would be awesome. Yeah. I would like technology. Yeah, I mean you've heard about these states. I heard you talk about it, that the they're um there are places now where they're vote everybody's voting by mail, right? And that's I, really not much of a step from voting electronically. Or voting remotely, elect- yeah. via yeah. the blockchain. Voting, well, right, voting. Because yeah, if, people get if everybody's voting by our mail, why mail can't we? Right. Why can't we all vote on our no, phone? No, you're right. right? That's yep. true because you're yeah. not you're showing not that the, you're not proving that you're just saying I. Yeah. So it's I, the same thing. You could send a ballot to somebody's phone. Yeah, like, like or computer. You think they can? Like you could take this. You could take my ballot out I of the could. mailbox. I literally and could cast my vote. I could. And say it was me. And I don't think they'd know it. I don't know if they're checking signatures, but... Against what? Against what, exactly. And what, Against how what? Is, what is a signature, really, people? Um, so, which is great, part of the controversy can, in Georgia. Forged. It's like, come on, people. Really? Oh, for the love, for so, the love. So, anyway, so blockchain is, uh, is, is a little bit... Uh, it, was, it was overhyped last year. Now people are, like, suffering the backlash. But... It's for real. Well, okay, but you've touched now on an important distinction that people, the average person perhaps doesn't necessarily appreciate, which is there is blockchain. There is the blockchain. technology. The technology known as blockchain. We were just talking about. Yes. And Bitcoin, that's what suffered. Which is a cryptocurrency. Yes, that's well, on a, the blockchain. Yes. But that is not the right. blockchain technology. Yes. So, it is not the end-all, be-all. So a lot of people are thinking they're kind of the same thing. They may not know. And last yeah. year there was kind of a, a mad craze for about six months of people buying cryptocurrencies. Yeah, and I just want to remind and you that I wanted us to sell all of our Bitcoin when it hit like seventeen or 18000 and yes. you said no. No, I sold and some of it. I know. We paid for a really nice vacation last year with Bitcoin profit. I know, I know. But... Not this year. Not this year. <laughs> but now we're waiting. 
Because I just don't want to be the person, if Bitcoin ever hits like a million dollar coin. Oh, it's not going to hit a million dollars. I don't want to. I'm just saying. I understand. Even if it had a hundred thousand. I wouldn't want to be the person who said, oh man, I never bought any of that. Well, you can't be that person now because you've already bought some. But anyway, we, um, yeah, so there was like a craze and it was going insane which was out of control, along with a lot of other cryptocurrencies. Yes. And then this year, they've all crashed back down to, you know, actually, Bitcoin now is ahead of where it was two years ago. I know it's ahead of where it was when you first bought it. Yeah. I know that. But but it's come way back down. And um, but so that's created some backlash of people like, oh, see, I told you that know, stuff was never anything, like, but we'll see. That, well, and again, they have to appreciate the difference between yeah. Yeah. what your company is doing well, using blockchain technology right. and what a cryptocurrency is right. using blockchain technology. Right. And they use the same technology for different purposes. I wish we could come up with a good analogy to help people understand. I think people who listen get that. Once okay. you explain Once it. Once you say it to yeah. them. It's not that hard yeah. to explain, right? Yeah. I mean, but then the thing about Bitcoin is there's a lot of other cryptocurrencies. So will Bitcoin succeed is a whole other question. Yeah. Okay. Right? I mean, the whole cryptocurrency world is in a little bit of a turmoil. And turmoil now and in the U.S., it's largely because of the SEC, yes. the Securities and Exchange Commission, and Probably really banking lobbyists are out there because well, they don't want the middleman to be cut out. They are the middleman in our in our well, economy. The I, I'll say the IRS is a little bit of a problem because they say they don't treat it as a currency. So they treat it as a, a thi- property. Yes, as property. personal property. And so if you buy some Bitcoin and then you – if you get some Bitcoin and then you use it to buy something – you have to report that to the IRS. Right, yes. So literally, if Which I walked weird. down to the corner store and bought a pack yeah, of gum. that's right. I know. They'd say you got to report with, that. With cryptocurrency, Which is yes. ridiculous. No, 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 that's right. I remember and reading an article that's about That's a hassle. Like, that, I was telling you, because accountants are like, this is actually a real problem because well, we can't have millions of transactions on a tax return. Well, it's probably also why a company like Amazon wouldn't want to accept Bitcoin right now because it might be a big problem for them too. Right. So if the IRS would change its rule on that, it might unleash people actually accepting cryptocurrency. And if they accepted it, a lot of people might use it. Well, but I also thought the problem was the SEC and that 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 it was not, that it is it a security? Does it have to to be treated as such? That had to do with this thing called ICOs where Mm -hmm. there were all these companies. Initial coin offering. New coins. Yes. Like Bitcoin Cash. Yes. And Bitcoin Gold. And Bitcoin, and some of them, so these names aren't even like, you know, people can name their things after Bitcoin, for example. But not be connected to it. Well, there's no, I'm saying there's no organization protecting right, the Bitcoin no centralized, name. well, perhaps trademark. Well, I know, could. I was bringing it up because <laughs> you're in that area, right? But, yes. but there's all these coins, hundreds and hundreds that got issued. And, you know, naive people in some cases were being taken advantage of. And there was false promotion and false promises. And that's where the SEC stepped in. And right, you know what? Honestly, the SEC probably, probably had so to. There, yes. and, and so that really 
slowed down that market yeah. and that opportunity, you know, and, and for some people who were, who might try to legitimately raise money, it might've had, you know, slowed down that fervor, but that's probably for the best. Okay. Yeah. So it's a complicated little thing there. Um, yeah. People ask me now, people used to ask me, like I used to talk about it mm-hmm. with other people. Like I'd yes. say, oh, do you know about this Bitcoin stuff? And yes. they'd be like, should you buy? And like a few years ago, I was like, yes, yes, you mm-hmm. absolutely should. Yes. And, you know, not a lot. Don't spend right. a lot of money. Yeah. Nowadays, I don't know anymore. Like I don't, I tell people like, really? Don't know. Well, seriously though, based on everything you've just said, you should tell them, you know what? If you have the extra money, buy one or two because you yeah. don't want to be the person if it goes to 100000 who doesn't well, have any Bitcoin. There was a time where if you had spent $1,000 on Amazon stock. Sure. I don't know what it, I forget what the numbers are, but yeah. you'd be pretty yeah. well off right That's now. That's right. So. And, so, and there aren't many things in life where the investment upside is large. Right. And, yeah, if you got 10% so return over say the is, course is of decades, that would be amazing. Bitcoin and maybe Ethereum too are, are a couple places where there still is a very huge upside over a decade, mm-hmm. but it might go to zero. Right. So well, don't, that's why you if don't... If you put some money in it... You don't put all your money in it. Just... Yeah only have it be money that you would be like okay if that goes to zero yeah i'm gonna be okay right but um anyway it's a it's been actually um very interesting and you know i like things that like make me think yes use my brain yes and so we've had to use our brain a lot in thinking about this use our brains and i have some some of my favorite people in Atlanta, who I worked with. Mm-hmm. Oh, did yep. I say Atlanta? That's fine. People, oh, yeah. People even can pinpoint where we are. Yeah, even yeah. Even more accurately, honey. They, um, we have, you know, I have some good mm-hmm. people, some of my favorite people who I get to work with on this project. So that's yes. great. That's a nice part of it. So we'd like the current administration not to wreck the economy and destroy your company in the process. Count on them for that, but oh, it's just giving me flashbacks. So here's the thing. 2000. Okay, all right, let's switch to politics for a second. I want to point out something. And cut. The world is not ready for Jonathan's political ponderings at this point. All right, honey. Good job. In conclusion, would you like to say anything well, else? Thanks. Thanks summary. for having me You're on your podcast, You're which is very entertaining. Although I think it's probably more entertaining with Marissa here. Hello, world. <laughs> <laughs> Don't know our... if we got that. That's Vivian. All right, and I hope it wasn't un- unentertaining great, for the listeners. I don't this think we can we tell that. This is how we sign off. I say bye for now, and then you say bye for now. So I'll say it first, and then you'll say it. Okay. Bye for now. Bye for now. (laughs) If you liked what you heard, please follow us on Facebook, A Walk in the Park, on Twitter, at A Wit Podcast, on Instagram, A Walk in the Park podcast, and eventually on YouTube. 
when we get our channel set up. For now, you can head on over to our website, www.awitpodcast.com to access everything. Wherever you find us that you can like, follow, and or subscribe, please do so. We'll be your best friends. (laughs) (laughs) We'll be your best friends. I mean it. We mean it. (laughs) All right. Bye.